Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things you've seen, heard, or read, <laughs> to what we did, and what we do, like the dog barking, you know, Stuff and Junk. More more, no editing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, my name is Albert. This is Jami. Uh, so, we are going to be doing a Spoiler Please number 250, which is for Disney Plus One Division. Uh, I know we're kind of on the tail end of the big like weekend of people talking about One Division. So, I don't think we're going to go in the in the deep in terms of like the details. We're just going to share our thoughts about the show so that we can share it. And so I mean, the so thing forth. is, the, for details, you can just look up any... Do any kind of a YouTube uh, YouTube search, and you can find like you know half a dozen uh, Easter eggs. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, videos on, on on each episode and stuff like that. You know, what exactly, I mean, it's like a real exactly. it's a real cottage industry uh, for for one yeah. Easter eggs and theories and all that stuff. So yeah. yeah, I mean, by the time you listen to this, it's been like five plus days now of of it already being out. So yeah, so and then a lot of people have seen it already. So yeah, we're not gonna. We're, this is not the podcast for like we're we're not gonna go like Easter egg this Easter egg that. Detailed uh-huh. this. We're not gonna do that. We're just gonna share thoughts on what we thought of the sh- of the series, and and why it's uh why we liked it. Uh, or did we jumping uh, before did we, we jump into no. spoilers? Uh, <laughs> quick recommendation or not to uh, the I, show? I lo- I liked it very much. I I lo- I mean, at its peak, at its apex, I thought the show was as good as any kind of Marvel thing they ever kind of produced and stuff like that. I thought the the finale was a little bit wonky, a little bit uneven, but as a whole, it's it was very very moving. It's very touching, very creative. And very uh, committed. Uh, the first few episodes, I thought, was very committed to the bit. You know what I mean? To mm-hmm. recreating sick family sitcoms in the 50s, 60s, and stuff like that. Yep. And overall, I loved it very much. It's, 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 it was a wonderful sh- It's a wonderful, wonderful show. And because of it, I think uh, Wanda Maximoff has skyrocketed uh, my power rankings as far as MCU characters. You know what I mean? She's way up there now. She's, yeah. it's, it's, I like it a lot. That one we will discuss in this episode about the, re- the reaction about Wanda throughout the community now. But yeah, just like you, uh, I think this is top-tier MCU stuff. Like, throughout the whole MCU universe, this is definitely one of the best things they've done. Of course, this is their first TV show, really. So, yeah. if you don't count the uh, the other stuff. But, yeah, well, uh, uh, oh, sorry, just a real quick interjection. Yeah. I count MCU as uh, Feige directly produced. You know what I mean? Correct. The movies and this. I actually don't count Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. I don't count the Netflix uh, shows and stuff like that. Fair you know enough. what I mean? I, yeah, yeah. I must, I must have enjoyed those those Netflix shows and Agent of Shield very much. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it, it, actually, that's not that's not a shade. That's not disrespect. Yeah, I'm just saying. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally agree. Totally agree. So yeah, in terms of MCU, this is top tier MCU. Definitely watch it. Um, in terms of like an actual narrative of a show, if you like stuff like Lost or or Westworld, which totally is all about speculation theories, this is also a show for you. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna go ahead and jump into spoilers mm-hmm. for WandaVision. Sure. This is the part that I give you a heads up That you should be really warned about It is time we have a chat Full of spoilers Spoilers First of all First of all, that that sounded awful Second of all (laughs) I mean, over the course of the nine episodes They had like, I think six or seven theme songs You could have played for God's sake, well, just, we gotta just stole it. We, we gotta play the one that's as closest to the uh, the the <laughs> yeah. You know, it was like like uh, it was Agatha all along. You know, I mean that's uh-huh. pretty much where they got it from. The monsters theme song, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh my so, god! I'm just saying. That. I'm just saying. You know, but, but I'm just saying is like I think I think 
that was one of the more ingenious things about the show was that song Agatha is all uh, it was Agatha yes, all along yes. because mm-hmm. like other shows where the big reveal oh I've been the villain all along and they go to this like montage sequence of like showing you what what uh, the villain did and mm-hmm. every movie or TV show does things differently this is yeah. one of the ones that actually does it really well because right, they, exactly. they pulled a montage in like a little over a minute and a half mm-hmm. and it, you got everything you needed to get. Yeah, at, at, after a few episodes, you just come to the realize at some point they're gonna have to do a montage explain all this. You know what I mean? They, you know what I mean? And they they had to do it a couple of times. The first one was the Agatha uh, all along, which is which is super creative, super catchy. Mm-hmm. It ties up all kind of loose ends of what she, what she's been up to. Number one, and the other kind of mont- montage they kind of had the deal was actually through her life, you know, flashback through the big moments of her life. Right. And when she quote unquote stole Vision's body, whatever, all those were super creative, super uh, well done. You know what I mean? It's, it's really good. Yeah. It's really a tightly written show from, from what I can tell. And, and yeah, it's, it's like nine episodes long, but if you cut out the credits or whatever, it's really just like what, four hours. It's, yeah. It's essentially Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> oh my God. Don't remind me. It's actually one of those things where if uh, later on when I have a free afternoon sometime over the weekend, you can just you can go back and rewatch the whole nine episodes pretty quickly and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So I, I might actually do that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of like like tying it to the movies and whatnot, um, I do like the fact that it does make Age of Ultron better than it already was. Because I know a lot yeah. of people didn't like Age of Ultron. I mean, uh-huh. the, two, the two of us did like the movie. I liked you know? it a lot, yeah. Yeah, so I think I think for a lot of people, they're like, they, they can now look back and go, you know what, maybe the movie was better than we thought. And and that's partly thanks to division. And, and also, they, go ahead. I think they, they keep doing this too. Because Endgame also did the same thing too, you know what I mean? Endgame went back and rehabilitated uh, Thor The Dark World and right. also Age of Ultron. That and this true. one does too. This one, you know what I mean? They can... I mean, the thing is, uh, the dead never say dead, or n- nothing can't be rehabilitated or re- repurposed or something like that. It's, right. It's amazing. It you is amazing. Mean? It's like I think it's yeah. a Kevin Feige thing, actually. Yeah. But and also another thing too is is uh, uh, throughout the movies, it's been criticized that the Wanda and Vision relationship was nothing. You know, it was like okay, yeah. I guess they're a couple, right? And mm-hmm. there were like small hints that oh yeah, we're supposed to care about them because. They're a yeah. couple. Now we actually can legitimately say we actually care about Wanda and Vision as a couple because of yeah. the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before this, uh, to- before Wanda Vision, they they actually cut they actually cut and paste all of Wanda's uh, screen time throughout the movies, and they say it's only like maybe 20, 25 minutes. It's actually not that much. It's pro- and probably a lot less with the two of them uh, together and stuff like that. But you know, in this one, this Wanda Vision, you know. It's they really really took advantage of the medium and they really you know fleshed out the characters had a real they had a real connection and you know for the most part uh, I don't I don't know if you remember this but I for for as far as like sci-fi even superhero movies I really don't find romance that interesting mm-hmm. you know what I mean I only can think of maybe like a handful where I found like really interesting couple and stuff like that because I usually like the heroics of it all you know what I mean the sacrifice and all that stuff but this this thing works man by the end of episode nine when they're saying goodbye and stuff I was really 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 touched by it. I had tears in my eye at 1, 1 a.m. in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's good stuff. They got some, they gave Vision a lot of really good lines in the series. You yeah. know, and it's very philosophical, very introspective kind of thing and I really mm-hmm. like that. Um, before we jump into the ending, because I know we're going, you want to talk about the finale a little bit more. Sure. Uh, Doug Bart? 
Easy. Okay. Anyways, uh, we got to refer to the first three episodes, which was primarily Mm -hmm. just like Dick Van Dyke and the uh, Bill Mm -hmm. Witch kind of and and Brady Bunch kind of style kind of thing. I know a lot of people in the beginning are like, eh, I don't know about this MCU show. It's kind of slow and it's like they're making us watch sitcoms. This is only for the olds, right? Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I I mean, I enjoyed that because it was kind of like, oh, uh, how nostalgic. But yeah. I did question, how the hell are they going to maintain this motif for a TV show if this is right. all they're going to do? And sure enough, that isn't all they did, and I kind of appreciated that. Yeah, I have nothing but admiration for the first uh, three or four episodes. And you know, watching those early episodes, you know this is one of the, a slow burn kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They obviously, This is obviously going to lead to something. That's number one. Number two... While I'm not a television expert, I did watch a lot of TV when I was a little kid. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, and the thing is, I know I know a little bit about how these sitcoms work. You know what I mean? And from what I can tell, it's like they just didn't like recreate it. What I'm saying is they didn't just recreate it in the sense of how they shot it, the costumes, the black and white. But the way they're actually written and the way they actually unfold is very much like those old-timey sitcoms. Yep. If you go back and watch those old sitcoms from the 50s, like I, you mentioned Dick Van Dyke, but I Love Lucy – the, the the central plot of each episode is a misunderstanding between the couples. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. That's number one. The, and then number two, when the when the sixties roll around, the women from those shows they get they get out of the house more. There's a, lot, a little bit more flirtatious, like a fun kind of you know sexuality to them and stuff like that. You know yep. what I mean? And then so on and so forth. I, when you and I first entered watching sitcoms like in real time, like back in the eighties, mm-hmm. that eighties episode with Family Ties, I remember all those. TV shows, Family Matters, uh, Different Strokes, they always ended with the parents sitting down the, sitting down with the kids, you know what I mean? Right. Telling them what the moral of the episode was, you know what I mean? Yep. You know, it's just, it's just unbelievable. So, like I said, it's just, it's, I found great admiration and great awe of how they did that, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously the people who wrote this and who run the show are also in our generation or above us, so they're more than yeah. intimately aware about how those sitcoms ran. It's that the, the kids nowadays watching the show and they're watching this and they're like, oh, this is how TV was back in the day. You know, it was that kind yeah. of a thing. So it, mm-hmm. it is nice. It's a nice historical touchstone that they added into the show that I think a lot of people can appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, but but at the same time, tossing in all those like not really well Easter eggs, yes, but hints, hints of something else mysterious right. is going on, is pretty smart because you know they could yeah. they could have just stuck with just here's the sitcom, but no, they had mm-hmm. to lay in some of the clues yeah. and, and it just builds and builds yeah. into like, I really want to know what's going on, you know? Yeah, and those old sitcoms tropes f- sort of feed into when that stuff gets revealed. I'll, I'll go back to the first episode. The first episode in the mid-1950s where they do uh, in li- live in front of a studio audience, right? And, yeah. and, you, and, you, and you've watched a lot of TV. You know what those uh, TV shows are like. It's a three-camera setup, right? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? A medium, left and right. And you know what I mean? And the thing is, when that guy starts choking, that's when they break the format, you know? That's when they shoot it in one first-person camera, right? Right, right. So it's using sitcom language uh, then and now to tell you, hey, you have to pay attention to this, you know what I mean? This is the important part, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's and you find, it's it's just really interesting. It's good stuff. Yeah, plus the aspect ratio, too. The aspect ratio, yes. it switches back and forth, so it gives you an idea of, like, what area you're watching and all that stuff. So, yeah, it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah, so going then, going in deeper with the with the with the series, like as soon as they started introducing like Monica Rambo yes. and all that stuff. First off, yeah. is it Rambo or Rambo? <laughs> like I think it's Ram Rambo. <laughs> like, 
Shouldn't it, it be like Rambo, like French, not Rambo, like like yeah. I'm John Grambo. Yeah, it's not Rambo. In, they cause force blood. You know. You remember the the, the character uh, Gambit from X Men, right? Yeah. You have to say it with that French Louisiana accent because that's where yeah. she's from. You know what I mean? Right. Right. But I could, but why are they, why did he keep saying her name as Rambo? Not it's not Rambo. Rambo. It's not it's not, not uh, Sly Sloan uh, character. It's uh, Rambo. You know I mean? Everybody uh-huh. in the show calls her Rambo. I, I I had to like second guess myself. Is her name really Rambo? Rambo? <laughs> well, I can call her by her uh, her her uh, superhero name. Uh, it's either Proton, Pro, uh, Proton, Photon, or Spectrum, Photon, Proton, or Spectrum, or Spectrum, well, Captain yeah, Marvel yeah. one point two. Yeah. But yeah. Yes, yeah. so I'm curious to see what it's gonna have to be photon, right? Because her mom was photon or whatever. So I guess so, yeah. yeah. But the power that they, they kind of show through the the thing is more Elon. Literally, I mean, in, oh, in terms of a yeah, it looks like more of a spectrum and stuff. But yeah. either way, either, either way, way. It's, all, it's all good. Yeah, it's all yeah. good. So yeah. I I like I like the fact that the uh, that I, you know I'm not sure if I can call them supporting characters because they're they're mm-hmm. actually their roles are actually a lot smaller than our pure supporting character, but they are supporting characters. So mm-hmm. Monica, uh, Jimmy, and yes. and uh, Darcy, yes, they're like their own little Avengers from their mm-hmm. own respective superhero movies, and I right. kind of like that. Yes, I thought my favorite episode is actually uh, episode four when you where you kind of revisit the first three episodes, but through the outside perspective. That's the one where they introduces uh, Monica and then Jimmy and Darcy. I thought that was a brilliant, brilliant episode. Could. Uh, a couple, the couple things I found really interesting is number one, the third episode ends with her being shot out of the uh, what do you call it, uh, Westview, right? The yeah. Hex, yeah, yeah, from the hex, and then you, you see you she wake and she's outside and she's wake and you, you think she's unconscious and you think just based on expectations the next one to open with her waking up but like in a medical thing, right? Mm-hmm. But they kind of subvert that by showing her no, you're actually seeing her waking up from the blip. Which I thought was brilliant. Yeah, I thought that was just genius, right? I mean, I was like I said, this is like midnight. I'm like, I'm like, my jaw world. Like, what am I looking at? What, what uh, is she not? She's not in the in the in the sword medical tent. What's mm-hmm. going on here? Oh, it's a flash. Oh, okay. And, and what I, I loved about oh, go ahead. I do like the the whole thing with the, the scene with the blip. Uh, I yes. do like the fact that okay, in Spider-Man: Far From Home, yes, they had yes. to they had to make it lighthearted because the movie is lighthearted, right? Exactly. Yeah. This one, they have the opportunity to actually show you how it probably really was, which was how chaotic, yeah. chaotic mm-hmm. and like traumatizing, you know? Yes. So, so how, I do yes. like that we got to see this perspective. How isn't that genius? So, in the future, depending on what the tone is, depending on what the characters, if they ever refer back to the blip, you know, what I mean, it can it can they repurpose it again. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I thought, yeah, I think it's brilliant. I think so. That opening is brilliant. And number two, the other thing I found brilliant about the episode is, uh, you think you're following Monica throughout the episode, right? But yeah. like ten minutes in, she's gone. Then you're following Jimmy. Jimmy is wonderful character. And then you bring Darcy, and then you follow those two throughout the episode. It's I thought it was brilliant. I thought I thought it was really genius stuff like that. Yeah, I I, I do like how they added into the show. I mean, a lot of people will complain yeah. that you know they could have done more with them. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. But like this, yeah. is, this is what I mean by. They're not completely supporting, but they kind of yeah. are. But this is still Wanda's and Vision's show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I thought the way they used it was just brilliant. You know what I mean? Of course, they don't have story arcs. They don't have emotional investment. like Because uh, like, it's, it's not their show. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they are fully fleshed out uh, characters. You know what I mean? They are three-dimensional. So I'll, I'll mention Jimmy and Darcy right now. Because Darcy... You know, they're just they're supposed to be like uh, what do you call it, comedy relief back then, right? Mm-hmm. But if you look 
at the way that she kind of navigates a sort of a male dominant situation. You know what I mean? There's that stuff going on. You know what I mean? She, she, at the beginning, when she gets introduced, they won't call her doctor. They won't, you know, the hey, we're just yelling at her, not asking for her name. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But if you follow what Jimmy's doing, Jimmy is, you know, giving her work, actually working with her, not yelling, not screaming, not being toxic, calling her by her full title, Dr. Lewis and stuff like that. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's, there's a lot of stuff going on between uh, Darcy, Jimmy, and Monica. You know what I mean? But like I said, they don't have complete, like, necessary story arcs or emotional journey and stuff, but they're all, they're all fleshed out characters. You know yeah, what I mean? I, I wonder if it's also intentional as well because the, of the whole motif of what it looks like. But you got the the smart female who's underestimated. You got the Asian yeah. police person, right? Yeah, law enforcement guy, and then you get the black woman. You yeah. know? so it's like it's like it, it and against the the evil mustachio twirling yes. white guy. You know, it's like the the head writer is female, and from what I can tell, the writing room is, I think, mostly female. I don't think it's a coincidence, like I said, that the 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 quote-unquote bad guy on the outside of Westview is Haywood, you know, a mm. prototypical toxic white middle-aged dude, you know what I mean? And the heroes, the ones who are who value cooperation and what do you call it, teamwork, is, you know, like you said, uh, uh, Lu- uh, Dr. Lewis, uh, uh, Jimmy Wu, and uh, Monica Rambo, all people, of, all women were either uh, and people of color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we can go farther deep into the whole motif of the political awareness thing about the, that the show kind of has, but nobody's really, really dwelling into it too much. I mean, mm-hmm. like just a, just a simple nod of like one that tossing Monica out of the hex, and she's saying like, "You don't belong here. Like, you don't, you black person don't belong in this yeah. white fantasy from the past." You know, yeah. you, you can kind of go there, but at the same time, her neighbor is black. You know, uh, Vision's friend is is uh, Indian looking. You know, it's like yeah. you know they they they're kind of like not completely there, but you can kind of get some of it. There's stuff there. It's there if you want to look into it. And there's stuff there they they can pick up and expand upon in the future as far as her character. You know what I mean? Because right. there is a scene which I don't think really, which I didn't like at the end of the at the end of the series where she, she goes to Monica and then Monica kind of. Let lets it go. Like, hey, yeah. you know, I, I get it. You know what I mean? I'm like, hey, what instead of asking Monica, why don't you ask the other people? The other people you control okay, like so, 10 days or something. So we're yeah. going so we're going there. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think okay, a lot of people are now fans of Wanda, right? But at right. the same time, she is not a hero. She's like she, she might be it. the ultimate Karen. She might be the most powerful Karen there is. Well, I don't know about, I don't know about calling yeah. her a Karen. <laughs> But you can say that she's a gaslighter because she pretty yeah. much like brainwashed these people to to act a certain way based on yeah. what she wanted, right? Yeah. And then, and and then we, when, when she get when she gets when she got finally caught, knowing that hey, you've been you've been mind wiping us and all this stuff this whole time, mm-hmm. let us go, kind of thing. Yeah, you know she mm-hmm. can she can barely say sorry. Well, then yeah. that was only because they were about to attack her. And even yeah. when and then when she came back, she puts her hoodie on, like don't look at me, don't look at me, yeah. and then kind of like walks <laughs> away. Yeah, like I'm out of here, man. Yeah, and then you know and then what? Monica, like you said, kind of forgives her. Oh, they don't know what you sacrificed. Hey, how about those people? What did they sacrifice for you? Yeah. For you putting them in this situation? Yeah, didn't the Indian guy say his parents were sick and stuff like that? Right. Please call my sister to be something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like come on, yeah, yeah. But the only reason I kind of maybe forgive it almost is because they do at uh, they she she says she will work on herself you know what i mean right. this is up op- you know what i mean so i think they did add that line saying i don't know understand these powers but I'm there was work on no myself. real punishment i was expecting yeah. monica to like okay or, or or wanda going like take me in 
You know, I, I mean, yeah. a bad take me yeah. in. But no, That's she flies other... away. Come on. Yeah. I so but the thing is, I, I I am a little forgiving on that only because like because it's one of those things where hey, in the future the MCU can pick up these plot points. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They can and also she did save the world. People do know what she did during the Thanos thing, sure. the battle and stuff like that. Some, somehow, stuff like right? Because apparently yeah. there was like what news reporters there or something. Like, how did they know the intimate details I, of what I'm happened okay to these that. heroes? Yeah. I'm okay with that because there were people there like Rhodey that were part of the the government the establishment. I'm sure he gave some sort of like readout of like what happened. Yeah, I'm, enough, I'm okay with enough. that. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm also okay like like did, yeah. did did the Wakandans and the Avengers just not pick up Vision's body and just, yeah, you, well, what you would happened think so. there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. You know, they, that's that's getting into the weeds a little bit. Yeah, man, that's fine. It's not that big. Deal. <laughs> but like I said, yes. a, a future person could like pick it up and go. Here's yes. what happened. Here's how they found the, yeah. the here's how they found the plans for the Death Star. Yeah. You know, they somebody could do it. In the one one plot point just going along about what we're talking about. One do one uh, story thread I think will be interesting to pick up is is are those people that are left in Westview? You know what I mean? They could do like a Baron Zemo situation where these people want revenge now against uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, yeah, what? I guess Wanda. I guess it will be like an yeah. evil cycle with the whole Sokovia thing as well. Exactly, yeah, because yeah. there is a lot of people in that town. And also, they established the fact that uh, Monica got her powers because she, she went through the hex multiple times, right? Right. And so did those people, you know what I mean? The first one, when it first got created, and the the last one, where it collapsed. So they went through the hex multiple times, too. And also, a mix of the blip and non-blip and stuff like that. So there's, there's a lot of stuff there that they can do. You know what I mean? They could. And, and, and speaking of stuff that they were doing, uh, this show, like I said in the beginning, purposely wanted people to speculate and theorize and all that stuff. And, mm-hmm. I, and I think the one character that really symbolizes that the most is <laughs> Evan Peters. Fake, you know, fake Fietro? Fietro, as they call Fietro? it. You know, yeah. Ralph Boner, yeah. right? So, Ralph Boner, yeah. So how did, you, how, did, how did you get the feel about the reveal that apparently he wasn't Quicksilver from the X-Men movies, blah, 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 blah. I'm okay with it because number one, like I, like we mentioned earlier, I watch a lot of sitcoms. I went through a lot of like you know sitcom characters being recast. I took right. it for what it for what it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I remember back in the day when the Aunt Viv from Prince of uh, Prince of Bel Air got recast. I'm like, yeah. what's going on here? You know what I mean? I'm okay in that sense. Uh, I really didn't think that they were going to reveal. Uh, mutants in a in a Disney Plus show, you know what I mean? At the, especially the first one, you know what I mean? That thing that seems like a that's like when they, whenever they introduce the mutants, that's gonna be a game changer. You know what I mean? I expected to do that to, in, in a movie. You know what I mean? So well, I that's my th- that's my thinking. Fair enough. There there is a defense on thinking that maybe this is all they're gonna do to introduce that. Hey, the multiverse exists because I mean, after all, Marvel as a company was telling people. Oh, one that's gonna be a big deal in 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 uh, Doctor Strange multiverse movie, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and then we established that there is a multiverse, you know, and, and all this talk about multiverse. So of yeah. course people are thinking like, oh, is this how they're gonna do it? They're gonna have Wanda <coughs> actually, who's also in the comic books, a Nexus being who does right. like a Scarlet Witch throughout all the the, the dimensions. Mm-hmm. Um, is this how they're gonna introduce the multiverse? And then uh, Quicksilver is the the first person to do that. I right. can see why people thought that. And and I was thinking the same thing too. However, unlike a lot of people online, I don't mind that he's just Ralph Boner. I mean, yeah, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. It's a bait and switch. And it's, it's fine. I, I, that one didn't bother me as much. A lot of the, I think, looking back on a lot of the theorizing, 
that ultimately didn't come true didn't really bother me. The fact that Magneto didn't show up, that's fine. That didn't bother me. The fact that uh, Ralph didn't turn out to be the Mephisto, the rabbit didn't turn out to be Mephisto, that's well, fine. I'm okay the Mephisto it. thing, a lot of people were pointing their fingers on everybody practically. You know, even like, yeah, yeah. Even like uh, Emma Caulfield. You know, it's, yeah, like, it's one of those yeah. things where it's like, you don't cast somebody from Buffy the Vampire Slayer and just have her be a supporting role. She's obviously going to be a bigger role, right? Is the whole right. the whole idea? I, I've mm-hmm. I've gotten like, oh, she's going to be Clea from who's who's in the Doctor Strange stuff, right? Yeah. Or and then people said, oh, uh, they kept focusing on Agatha going, oh, the devil's in the detail. Oh, she must be yeah. Mephisto. It's like mm-hmm. it it was kind of getting much. Yeah, and do you feel like some of these threads will be picked again? It, it, the thing should be the thing, but some of these plots that should be picked up later on. Like I said, we didn't we had we got Agatha's backstory, but we didn't get her motivation other than she take she wants to take this energy. I think there's more to that than, really? than her absorb I, I think, think so. It, I think that's all it is. You know? Just absorbing her energy? No, I think the, I think yeah, I think it's just pure like, you know what, she has all these powers. I want it. I think it was a, it really was as simple as that. What isn't simple is like how do you explain Agatha knowing about her and Doctor Strange not showing up? That's the yeah. one thing. I yeah, mean if you're gonna talk of, about if if you're gonna talk about like expectations of like mm-hmm. uh, an MCU character or somebody showing up, but why yes. didn't Doctor Strange show up? I really do think yeah, Doctor. Yeah, I would have expected Doctor Strange to show up because this is this is his one thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, the supernatural. That's his one thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, he's the defender that, of Earth, Sorcerer Supreme. Ex- like how do you guys know when that's that, happening? <laughs> especially when that hex got expanded. You know what I mean? Because remember right. it used to be a small thing expanded by miles of it. Man, what's, what's up? He what, can what's teleport, for God's sake. Yeah. He can teleport. <laughs> I know. So, like, but the thing is, uh, just going back to some of the plot points. So, uh, just the, the kids, uh, the fact that the, the, the community or the hex was trying to have them, have her have kids. That was, do you interpret that as Agatha pushing, wanted to have kids only because to see what the extent of her, her powers are? Is, is that how you took I, you know what I, mean? I think that's a yes and no. I know a lot of people said that the whole the uh, Agatha wants her to have kids because in the comic books, that's kind of what happened as well, right? Right, to reincarnate Mephisto or something like that. Something like that, right? Like, and yeah, I yeah. don't know if that was really just an Easter egg. Like, oh, the the, the fans of the comic books mm-hmm. should, get, should, should get these references, even though yes. all we're really doing about it is the fact that Agatha is pushing uh, Wanda to see how far her powers can go, which is what mm-hmm. you're saying. And yeah. I, I agree with that interpretation. I think it mm-hmm. is that simple as that. Because I, that's how I read a lot of her interpretations between uh, her and uh, Wanda. You know I mean, it's right. just her testing to see the extent of her powers. But like I said, I thought there would be more to her, more to it than just uh, what do you call it, uh, absorbing her energy and stuff like that. I thought that'd be there'd be like a grander plan. No, I, th- like I think that, that is. I think that is for me. That is the uh, he's her final goal. Her final goal is right. if she's that powerful, I want that power. I want that mm-hmm. magic. Because I mean, the flashback showed she was able to suck out the magic of all the other witches. Right, right. So if, you, if for, for me, if I put two and two together, like, well, that must be that must be her ultimate goal. Yeah. Right? Okay. And I, uh, the, yeah, go ahead. The uh, the other thing I thought, one of the things I thought that they hinted at, where I thought should have been paid off, uh, is the is the what do you call it, the astrophysicist part. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not. It's not like I wanted Reed Richards uh. or anything like that, or John Krasinski, all that boy. I do. I did feel like that was supposed. That was going to be something only in the sense that i because i've seen a lot of tv i've seen a lot of movies mm-hmm. i know when when the when some when they want you when they emphasize something mm-hmm. when they when she, the way she delivered the line and the way they cut to her texting you mm-hmm. know what i mean 
Yep. That's that's telling you the audience to pay attention to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the opposite of that, the other end of that is like people thought Jimmy Woo's uh, missing persons or witness protection thing was going to be a thing. I did not think that was going to be. I think I thought that was just him. That's just something to get him into the story. You know what I mean? Fair I didn't enough. think that was. You know what I mean? Okay. What, what, what do you stand on those? You can say you can say the missing the the FBI informant person or whatever missing person thing. I think it should have been at least recognized. Like like even one line at the very last episode where Jim is like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, I need to speak to you kind of thing. And yeah. then imp- imply that, that that guy must be the person, yeah. right? They could tie, yeah, they could tie that bow up. Yeah, I mean, you know it, I, mean? I mean, it is a red, in another red herring. It is um, a MacGuffin. A MacGuffin to yeah. get Jimmy Woo into yeah. the area. But at the same time, hey, pay it off and show us who the MacGuffin is, right? Yeah, and then, yeah you... But you're saying the McGuffin doesn't have to be like a major reviewer. Right. It should just should, 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 should be somebody. Yeah, narrative-wise, hey, at least pay that off at least a yeah. little bit, right? And yeah. that goes with the astrophysicist thing. Like you said, yeah. we watch enough TV shows and whatnot. Marvel's done this multiple times. They yeah. have to know that we're going to have to think really hard about, well, if she mentioned it, it must yeah. be important, right? Yeah. <laughs> if, if she were just mention it offhand, like, oh, I know somebody that can actually do this. Uh, you no, know what I mean? And even then, that, th- even that, saying her say her saying, "I know somebody," already red flags. Yeah, and right? also the one well, the thing is the fact that they like I said, the, what what's, what struck me is like they cut to her hands texting and stuff like that. Mm. That that to me tells you emphasis. And also the other thing is at some point in that episode or the next episode, they mentioned that the astrophysicist is a he. She used a male uh, pronoun. Oh yeah, and it turned out to be you. You caught that too, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it turned out to be a lady. And not that there's anything wrong, you know. No, but but at the same time, maybe that wasn't the astrophysicist. Yeah. I just right? feel like it's this yeah, this yeah, the, when I saw that character, she looks like an army, like, you know, part of the what do you call it? Uh part of the army you know what I mean? She's not a scientist, you know, the costume was scientist enough, you know what yeah, I mean? No, I, I don't so, think that was her. I don't think that was her astrophysicist yeah. I think that was the person who's delivering the product mm-hmm. that her that her astrophysicist friend yeah. Created, but like you said, yeah. this is the MCU. If they wanted to, yeah. somebody a writer down the line could like create. I, this come is, back to it. This yeah. is her friend. This is yeah. her astrophysicist. Like, yeah, they just laying the ground. Like, I mean, yeah. comic books do this all the time, right? Like, yeah. like famously, they introduced like Venom in the most like an unorthodox way, right? There was yeah. one storyline in Spider Man where it, it had was clothing to... before. It was clothing. He was clothing. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, the the whole the whole thing with. Uh, with uh, I think it was sin, the sin the sin eater storyline, right? There was mm-hmm. one like uh, one page where it was like not even related to the storyline, where somebody pushes Peter off to the subway kind of thing, mm-hmm. like and Peter did not detect who that was. Like why didn't why did my oh, spider oh, sense? Oh, that, right, oh, I see, I, I see what you're saying. Oh, and yeah, then okay, the story yeah. goes when they wrote that that wasn't even Venom, right? They didn't even know right. who that was. They just laid it there, like well, we'll use it for something else in the future. Yeah, and then it turns Later out on there, right. Yeah. Later on, it's Eddie Brock. You're talking about that introduction. Exactly. Okay, I, 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 like, later yeah, on, they yeah. say, oh, that was Eddie yeah. Brock. That's the reason why he didn't detect who it was because it was Venom yeah. and blah, 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 yeah. blah, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that was just them like making it up practically because yeah. there was no... Okay. So the astrophysicist right. could be the same thing. Who right. knows? Okay. Uh, but let's just get back to the central... Uh, uh, the problem with this uh, this stuff is like, this is what people focus too much on uh, online. You, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah. At, at the end of the day, it is about the two characters, Wanda and Vision. And what I found very lovely and very moving is the central metaphor. It's one that I can relate to very much. You know what I mean? We mm-hmm. all, which is, you know, we all go through trauma. We all through, go through hardships. And, 
your reaction to that is some un, un, unhealthy reaction. To that is you hide, you 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 know, you bury yourself. You know, in this case, TV and stuff like that. You you know, what I mean, you create a fantasy world where you kind of escape your problems and all that stuff. You know, what I mean, so that metaphor is very lovely and very beautiful and stuff. Like that. I found it incredibly moving and so incredibly relatable too. You know, what right. I mean, I. I I procrastinate. I don't like to deal with you know mental health issues as, as much as anybody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the fact that yeah, I think that 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 central that heart and that you know what I mean it's very lovely and stuff. It's it's really good. I, I, it's very moving. Yeah, the the way this this show described grief, which is what Wanda's yeah. going through. She's going through the grief yeah. of everybody she knows dying, essentially. Right? <laughs> it's you know, not good. <laughs> it's not good, right? And, yeah. th- and this is the result of that. And then, and then, yeah. the show also points out that. All her victims, you know, because they kind of are victims, you know, they're also experiencing her grief because because she's yeah. forcing it on them. Like like yeah. people who are in grief, who are grieving, they don't realize the effect that that their grief can actually yeah. have on other people as well. Yeah. So that that, that metaphor is there as well. Yeah. You know. If you uh, yeah, if you if you talk to psychiatrists, they'll tell you people that experience trauma as 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 when they're very young and stuff like that, they'll lash out and they'll bring people into their trauma and their abuse and stuff like that. You know, they because they, they try to recreate it and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's all good. Yeah, I mean I mean, yeah, we can argue that Wanda the moment she realized that she created this whole thing, right? She should have just yeah. stopped. Right, but mm-hmm. that that isn't how it works. The the, yeah, the not, yeah. her mental health isn't in that kind of a state where she's just yeah. going to stop. In fact, she even lies to herself later on and go, "No, you guys are doing better, right? Yeah. I made it better for you all." Like, yeah. and that's not true at all, you know. So, yeah. so I do also, like that representation. Yeah, yeah, and also I love the fact that it, at the same at the same time, it's a love letter to television and how families come together and watch television. It the metaphor, if you extend it, is also like, hey. You can't do this forever, you know. You can't keep burying your head in a television. So at some point, you have to dust yourself off, get out there, face the world, and stuff like that. You know, face your trauma. You know, improve on, improve yourself. You know, in, in your mental state and stuff like that. It's very, very lovely. And also, uh, the acting between uh, what do you call it? Elizabeth Olsen and Paul, Paul Bendy. Yeah. yeah, the Elizabeth Olsen thing. It's up there with what's her name, Tatiana Maslahi in Orphan Black. That kind right. of caliber of act. You know what I mean? Because she's the way she delivers dialogue from the different eras and the body language and the, you know what I mean? The, mm-hmm. All that stuff. It's all appropriate, but it's all, all under, uh, the, underneath the surface of it is that sense of loss and grief. It's just incredible stuff, you know, incredible range that she shows. Do you think that's, a, do you think that's a cheat though? Do you, do you think it's a cheat where, where Agatha made fun of her? Like your accent keeps changing. Like it's a cheat on the fact that the fans kept, kept, kept pointing out how every single movie that she's in her uh, Wanda's accent changes. Like no, that's fine. Like Sokovia, the Sokovia accent just goes away, and oh, so suddenly yeah. she's speaking like an American. You know, <laughs> no, even uh, even before the show, even before the show, the Russo brothers actually they talked about this. Their thinking is the longer that she was in America, the longer she was actually on the run. She uh, she put she buried that accent in the same way that uh, the Black Widow changed her hair color to blonde right. when they were on the run, and so, also, and also lost why. her Russian accent as well. Yeah, I lost her. So, yeah, it's not that big a deal. Well, yeah. And the other thing, that on the other side, I love Paul Benny did a lot of, especially in the earlier episodes, he did a lot of acting with just his eyes. Mm-hmm. If you look at the closing scene for, the, I think, the second episode where he's looking at Wanda, no, the third episode where he's like looking at Wanda as like, oh my God, what the what the F am I gotten myself into? What the hell is going on? Yeah. I'm, I, I, you know, this is effed up. You know what I mean? It's great. I, 
great acting on uh, Paul Bettany's part too. Yeah, and and and, and 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 I think we both agree. Elizabeth also needs to get more recognized for her acting work in this show. I mean, she should get an Emmy for this, right? Yeah, she should yeah. definitely, at the very least, get. I mean, they're going to consider this a miniseries, right? She should definitely get nominated. And I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know how the other thing, other the shows are going to be nominated. But I, I'm assuming she should win. You know, I mean, she's great. Hit. I think she should be nominated for you know directing, writing, acting for the two leads and stuff like that. It's it's mm. good stuff. It is it is good stuff. Yeah. And yeah. and and going back to the whole like theorizing all the stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I keep warning people. Yeah, you can speculate all you want with, the, with what you watch, but just yeah. be careful that you don't hold it in too tight. That once if it doesn't happen, which this show yeah. did that to a lot of people, you don't hold it against it. You know, don't yeah. hold it against it. Yeah. At the end of the day, theorizing is fun. It's it's something to kind of it's interesting to look up and stuff like that. I'm guilty of it, but at the end of the day. You should still just focus on the story and the character and what they make you feel, uh, you know what I mean, and why they make you feel that way. It's it, it, it always go back to the story though, you know. What I mean? Always go back to the story, you know what I mean. Now, having said that, uh, I I really didn't like the last episode because there's some stuff that I mean, this ending between Wanda and Vision that's beautiful. I right. cried and all that stuff. But there's a couple of things that just didn't work, like Jimmy Woo getting captured, but then stealing a cell phone in front <laughs> yes. of everybody. Like, what the hell is this, man? The cell phone rang, and everybody else must have saw it too. And he just kind of steals it, yeah. and it's one of those cliches I think we talked about before. You once you steal a phone, you can't unlock it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't have the password. You know what I mean? Yep. And then I also needed more from Monica than her getting stuck in a room with uh, fake P- Pietro, fake yeah. Pietro, and stuff like that. I, and also, I didn't like the Hayward just started opening fire on the little kids. Yes, what's up with that? Yeah, what's, what's going on here? What's going on? That's not very interesting. That's not very uh, cinematic. That's not very. Con- yeah, I think, uh, but I think a lot of it was maybe affected by the COVID because I think they shot the la- most of the last episode, you know, during COVID. Yeah, the, the last, ca- the last couple took- of them. Yeah, the last couple of them. I think. Yeah, so I give I give it a bit of a, uh, a pass. It's a little. Yeah, a little bit of path, but because I do like the vision on vision and the whole ship of mm. Theseus and all that. Yep. That stuff is brilliant. Yep. Uh, like I said, what really captured me for the last episode is that ending with between uh, Wanda and Vision. You know, where they're chucking the kids goodnight, them saying goodbye. All that stuff is just beautiful stuff. But you know, what I mean, it's just that I I thought I I yeah. What bothered me? I mean, other people got bothered by what you said, the Easter egg, the fan theories about the last episode. I just I didn't think something other sequences worked out. You know what I mean? It's like, you know. So I kind of anyway. wish I kind of wish they had a payoff on the fact that they they reused the same actors for the commercials. I kind of wish there was yeah, a payoff yeah. there, and there wasn't yeah. one. Which, yeah, which is unfortunate, but whatever. Um, yeah. Also, also, in, in, oh, where did where did Vision go? I mean, if Vision has oh White Vision, if White Vision, if White Vision yeah. has the memories of Vision, shouldn't his first concern be Wanda? So why yeah. did he fly off? My, oh, yeah. By the way, my interpretation of that is he doesn't have the Bind Stone. That's number one, right? Then number two, he is powered by the arc reactor, kind of by Tony Stark, right? Correct. And then he and he, it's not like it's not like the the hex, uh, the Westview Vision gave him memory. It's just he gave him he allowed him to have access to his old memories, right, up Correct. to the point where he died. So he doesn't have all the memories of the Vision inside the hex, right? But if we're talking about true love. The first thing that should pop yeah. in his head is Wanda. Yeah. So, but the thing is, it's all. But he's also programmed to destroy and have all that stuff now. On top of that, though. Anyway, it's just some. It's one of those things. 
they'll pick it up later. You know what I mean? They'll, they'll, <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. It seems like a cheat, to, man. I know. This, this is a mini series. This isn't season one. Yeah. This is a mini series. So sometimes, wrap sometimes it up. it's yeah. I know. Sometimes <laughs> it's hard to criticize. It's hard to evaluate because sometimes some of the stuff they can just punch it down the field. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. So anyway, I'm, I was okay with that. That didn't bother me and stuff like that. I, I'm just glad this wasn't a swan song for Paul Bettany. And the fact that he leaves, the White Vision leaves, makes the that line like you know. Who knows what you know? The line he said to Wanda, like, "Who, who knows what I'll be next?" It, it gives it a little bit more meaning, right? So, yes. who knows? Yeah, agreed, agreed. And then, and then at the very end, uh, well, let's talk about the first of the uh, during credits sequence thing. Uh, I did mm-hmm. like. I wanted to believe that the female scroll that Monica meets is mm-hmm. the the young the young female scroll that she met yeah. at her house. I yeah, want. I, don't to, think I want. To, I want to believe that's. I her. want to. Yeah, but I. But it doesn't really work because she would have recognized her. She was like, "Hey, what's up, girl?" You know what I mean? Something would like she that. Because I mean, I, why not? She only met her for like a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, I, I interpret that uh, that ending to Miss Marvel. I, for some reason, when I watched it, I remember the first time I watched it, I, I thought, "Shh, where she, that little kid was gonna stay." And I was actually, anyway, anyway, it, it's fine. I, I thought the first. I thought the first. Oh, uh, but end credit, I thought it was, I thought it was fine. But. Uh, I don't know if you know, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but is that famous crawl the same famous crawl that was with uh, the fake Nick Fury? That I do not know. No, no, it's not. No, that's okay. not. Yeah, because that's the wife of uh, Tal- Talents, and it's not the it's not the same lady. So that's the same person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, my dog. But yeah, agrees. Um, that one. Oh, sorry. Go on, go on. But go that uh, that uh, that entry didn't lead to more. It didn't really invoke anything. You know what I mean? Because you know that just says she's gonna go up to the space station where Nick Fury was at the end right. of Homecoming. I mean, far from home, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's, a that's, sec- a, that's a that's a that's a stereotypical, not stereotypical, but a typical MCU uh, credit sequence, right? Like leading right. off to something else, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. The the second one is the one I liked a lot, where they they zoom in to her uh, what been in the woods. I mean, the mountains stuff mm-hmm. like that. She's Presu- I, presumably my- Sokovia. Sokovia, my read is Sokovia. She is uh, trying to uh, what do you call it? Take care of her body uh, in the front, but in the back, she is learning a much, a much, uh, as much about the dark cold as possible because it go- it links to what she said to Monica at the end, right? So she wants to learn about these powers, yeah, right. Plus, and she, then also, plus she hears her kids. Then she hears her kids. My interpretation is her kids, because throughout the show. It's established that her hex, they kind of exist outside her hex. Maybe she does. She doesn't have total control of it. Sure. So, so they're out somewhere in limbo, and then now they're in trouble, and she hears it, and now she's gonna go after them. That's my interpretation of it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they, they could easily just go with like, yeah, you you thought your kids disappeared, but you never actually saw that, right? Because they they, yeah. they were upstairs while Vision and Wanda were having their moment together, right? Yeah, because either somebody stole them or because. I mean, they were they were kind of disappearing when the hex was collapsing, but or were they? Or were they? I don't know. We don't but, see it though. We don't see it, right? Yeah, yeah, we don't see it. But yeah. my interpretation of that is like, even if the hex were collapsed at that time, the kids would have still teleported somewhere, only because that, unlike unlike Vision or whatever some, some other stuff that's going on, they actually they actually had souls. You know what I mean? Because there were a bunch of 
uh, scenes where she tried to control them or something like that, and she couldn't do it. Correct. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is why I don't think it's as simple as they're gone when the hexman disappears. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And that's they're why I think. That's why I think the, the the after credits shows that yeah, they're still there. You know. Yeah. Question now is definitely go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. They're definitely gonna show up as teenagers. They're definitely gonna do Wiccan and and with Wiccan and Speed and stuff like that. Right. I think those are very very important characters. The young Avengers. MC. Yeah, the MC because. If they don't do LGBTQ characters in MCU, people are gonna rot. I mean, the the progressives and the liberals are gonna rot. You know, well. I mean, they have to, they have to at some point. They have to at you some know? point. You know, they, they yeah. keep tossing us a bone, but it's not really yeah. much of a bone. Wiccan is the most. I think it's probably the most a uh, prominent uh, gay character in the MCU right now. So they 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 gotta do it at some point. So anyway, all right. Is, what what else we got to cover? I think that's was that mostly everything. Well, the last question is. Yeah. yeah, are they are they are they gonna make Wanda a villain? That's the one I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, as taking a, a very broad look, all right. I don't think you want to do the thing where, hey, this lady suffered from mental health. She's trying to make herself herself better, but then she turns out to be a bad guy. I don't think that's a that's a good message. That's fair. You know I mean? No, that's fair. That's, that's fair. Yeah. The problem is that they're making her really strong. Yes, and and th- that becomes a problem for a lot of writers. Like, how do you write her into the story yeah. if she's going to be and, super strong? And also, what's her name? Agatha set it up where she says, you know, you this, don't know what you've done. Yeah, you don't know what you've done. <laughs> You're the Scarlet Witch. She's basically being set up to be the what kind of, the the Dark Phoenix, Phoenix yeah, the, the Dark Phoenix saga, <laughs> doing the Dark Phoenix saga and stuff like that. I mean, I mean, it's, a lot a lot of the mythology in the comic books have, have somebody like that anyway. So yeah, there's a there's a there's a uh uh. Uh, somebody that brings the end of the world. So I think I do think she's gonna, she's gonna, she might. I don't think she's gonna be a straight up villain. I think her actions will lead to a lot of violence, destruction, stuff like that. But will she be like a villain like Thanos? I don't think so. No, I don't think like, so. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be unintentional kind of thing. You know what I mean? So yeah, but I do. I do feel. I do feel like she. There has to be a comeuppance, more of a consequence than for her. Take control of a town for like a ten days and stuff like that. You know Agreed. what I mean? Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. And also, um, while while we are on the subject of the as I created the Darkhold, uh, the Darkhold is a book that showed up on Agent of the Shield. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ghost Rider and Coulson actually had it for a while. So it's uh, well, I think spoilers for Agent of the Shield, but I'm not gonna mention that. But anyways, it was in Agent of the Shield, <laughs> and it was also in the Runaways, right? Right. So that's what I heard. And a lot of people are trying to put two and two together, like how is it connected? Is it even connected? Doesn't mean they're yeah. not connected. Blah blah, yeah. blah 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 blah. I think just let it slide. It's an evil it's book. Less, that's all you need to know. It does yeah. stuff. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> so, the most evil book. It's definitely gonna show up again. That's fine. Just let's just go. That's yeah. all you need to know. The, the, yeah. the real question you should ask once again is. Where is Doctor Strange in all of this? Yeah, <laughs> he should come be. On, know, he should know that this is happening. Come on, it yeah, is on, your. Man. It is your expertise, Doctor Strange. Yeah, come what on, the man. Heck? This, this is heck? your thing, man. Imagine <laughs> a big crime coming. I mean, that happens in Hell's Kitchen, and Daredevil doesn't show up. You know what I mean? That's literally Doctor. This is literally Doctor Strange's thing. Yeah, that's your, New Jersey yeah. is not that far from New York. <laughs> yeah, come I on, mean, man. especially he can teleport. He can teleport. <laughs> I'm guessing the first thing in Doctor Strange two is him. Coming back from a different adventure uh, or different dimension, like oh boy, what did I miss? What, what happened miss? here? <laughs> what did I miss? Oh my god, what? Exactly. Okay. What? Scarlet Witch? What? Oh my gosh, I feel disturbance in the magic. <laughs> god damn it! 
Come on, man. All right. And, that, and no, also, if it, yeah, oh, by yeah. the way, sorry. If it's not Doctor Strange, where's Wong? Where's all those sorcerers? None of them have spider senses? Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But at the, at the same time, if you go to the Doctor Strange movie, they didn't know how to find, uh, uh, was it Casilius? Or Casilius, his name is? Yeah, yeah. They They don't know how to find him true magic. So I guess there's that. Too. Oh, my God. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. Okay. Big, big thumbs up. Yeah, big thumbs up. One vision, fantastic. Oh, and uh, I should mention, uh, Ruthie isn't on this in, in this episode, but she did want to say that she also loved the show. All right. Yes. Okay. Thanks for listening. This was. Uh, oh, this was. <laughs> this is. This is Albert. <laughs> you can find okay. me on Twitter and Instagram what at Albert Five by Five. <laughs> and as John, you can find me on Twitter J I A M I N G L O U. Music has been provided by the White Axis. Contact info, ways to support us, everything else can be found on whowhatworsway.com as well as the show notes. Uh, before we go, let me give you guys a recommendation in the spirit of One Division. If you haven't seen Lost, go watch Lost. Lost oh is one of the big pinnacle storylines and TV shows about speculation, about theorizing, about fans complaining that their speculation and theorizing didn't plan out. So go watch Lost. Lost. Go back to the OG. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the OG is Twin Pigs and X-Files, yeah. right? But Lost, uh-huh. Lost is the modern era, the granddaddy of like shows that fr- that frustrates you from theorizing and whatnot. Uh-huh. So it's available on Hulu. If you're inter- if you're in the international market, it's available on Disney Plus Star. Yeah, so Lost, check that out. This was episode 411 of the Stuff and Junction. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Worst Why Network. <laughs>